0: This episode is brought to you by Storyblocks, a video production company reimagining stock media.
1: Don't try away. Hi, I'm Lloyd. And I'm Ash. Welcome
0: to the Creator Hub for the culture. Every week, we share content to help you level up on your journey as a creator. And today, We're gonna be talking about the fact that I'm kind of taking a break from Instagram and TikTok. We're also gonna talk about how I'm constantly getting on Ashley's nerves and why, so let's dive in. So if you're enjoying this show and you wanna make it better, you can actually check out the Calendly link in the show notes to book a 15-minute call with me. I'd love to understand why you listen to this show and how we can make it better. Um, If you can't find the link in the, like the Calendly link in the show notes, you can just DM me on Instagram and I'll send it to you there. Um, So Ash, before we dive in, I actually just want to share one quick tech tip that I found out about. And if you know what I'm about to share, just pretend like you're hearing it for the first time. But basically... There's something called a smart link and a smart link basically allows people to listen to your show on their preferred platform. So for a long time, People that like people said we couldn't run Facebook ads because if you were on an Android phone, for instance, and you saw an ad to listen to someone's podcast, if you click that ad, it could open in Apple Podcasts, even though you're an Android user and there was no way for us to control that. But there's now what's known as smart links, and basically it can tell based on the device that you're on what like what podcast player should open up so with ours for instance if you're on an android phone and you click our link it's automatically going to open in spotify if you're on an iphone it's automatically going to open on apple podcasts if you're on a desktop that we don't know what it is it's automatically going to open on like a browser version of the podcast so with these smart links it basically makes your like discovery of how you find the podcast and how you click into it dynamic
1: that's really cool
0: Agreed. So with that, I think we can dive in now. Um, part of what I want to talk about today um, is the fact that I feel like you are constantly mad at me because mm. of my creative approach to putting out content. And I'm constantly mad at you because you don't get my creative approach to putting out content. Would you agree with that?
1: <sighs> Y'all, Ooh, child, it's a lot. It's a lot having to work with this man, and every other day I resign. Sometimes, multiple times a day, I resign because it's a lot. So yes, I would agree with that.
0: And I think that I'm a creative, and I think people underestimate The amount of mental space, like if if you're hosting a podcast, just the amount of energy I have to put out into hosting this. So sometimes even if I say, you know what, we're going to record an episode today at 4 p.m. If I go do stuff during the day and I come back and it's 3.30 and I'm like, I don't have the emotional energy to put out this episode. I think to you, that looks like I'm not prioritizing this episode.
1: I wouldn't even say that. So let's give people more context than what you're giving them right now. Lloyd is an infamous procrastinator. And I'm not 100% type A, but when it comes to business, I typically am more type A leaning. And it really grinds my gears. It really jams my Glock, whatever you, you know, whichever one you lean towards, you know, depending on the day, sometimes for some of us. Um, It really bothers me when people don't have their crap together and even personally if i don't have my crap together for a client or anything with with business i like hate that like it i feel terrible and i just try to make sure that's never the case because i'm just i was really brought up in a way where you know my mom always programmed in me like the way you present yourself to the world is like very important and so Obviously, the finished product always looks great. No one sees like us kicking furiously underneath the water to like make things happen. But I don't like when people put unnecessary stress on me and my process. And I feel like Lloyd does that every single week. It's like we know what we have to do. We know nothing's changed. The assignment is the assignment every single week. Why are we Monday morning when a episode is supposed to go live? I'm having to roll out the bed at 7 a.m. to record because I kept asking him all week. "Uh, When are we going to record this episode? When are we going to record this episode? Because I kept asking him, when are we going to record this episode? When are we going to record this episode? And then lo and behold, it ends up being the day of, and he's like, Hey, can we record really quick? And then he's trying to edit it really quick. And I'm like, I can't live like this.
0: But it came out amazing. And I, don't I think care. And the care, the
1: anxiety.
0: I, I get what you're saying. And I think for me, I'm a big like energy person. <laughs> and oh, I think my gosh. that like, no, Since seriously. When? No, seriously, seriously. Like, I think that like, me thinking through how I felt during the week and and how not motivated I was to do this, I think had I done it during the week, I would not have been like as into it, not as engaged. And I felt like today when I had the proper mental capacity to think about this, I was able to like, it felt good creating it, it felt good. Like after we were done recording, I specifically said, I was like, oh, that was like a really good conversation. And so I think that like to other people, I am a procrastinator. Yes, I agree. And I'll own that. But I think specifically with like creative work, I think it, you have to be in a specific mindset to do it. And I'm not saying that that doesn't mean you can't like improve your processes. But I think it is worth recognizing that like everybody creates differently.
1: Okay. But then that means other things suffer because you wait to the last minute to do things. So typically you would want to film our episodes. Well, I'm sorry, but I'm not rolling out the bed at 7 a.m. to film, put on a full face of makeup, take this bonnet off my head, and curl my hair or do something with my hair. I'm not doing that at 7 a.m. And so as a result, I'm not going to be on video. Period. So we have no video for that episode right so right what, I, what is what? what are we doing
0: yeah and I, I get that and I think that like I, I think where we agree is I think something has to give and I think just practically just like if we broke down sort of like hey here are all the things you have to do in any given week I feel like there's there's not enough time to do all the things I need to do. And I feel like that's like a larger problem that I'm trying to solve. But until then, even if I had to like, let's record earlier, which means we now have video. That just means something else would have fell off my plate.
1: So Lloyd has this thing where like every six months he'll decide, huh, it'd be great to make even more money. I'm going to take on a second contract project management contract so you guys know he's a project manager as far as like his normal income um that he does contract to work for so he'll like take on a second gig and then it won't be like three four weeks into where he's like super swamped between both of his project management gigs and the brand stuff and posting regularly on social media to where he's like This is too overwhelming. I don't think this is gonna work out. And then I'll say, Lloyd, just quit the second project. And then he'll be like, okay. And then he'll be like, man, until I started working that second project, I didn't realize how much extra time I actually have to do other things. (laughs) And then we'll always be like, yeah, that's great. So now we can figure out just scheduling wise how we can. You know, maybe that gig was an extra 20 to 30 hours a week. Let's just figure out how we can dedicate 10 hours extra a week to do all of our creator hub stuff. And he's always like, yeah. And then at some point it happens again. I don't have time. This is a lot. What are you talking about?
0: So you're saying I do have time and I'm just not managing it. Yes,
1: correctly. you don't manage your time wisely. I
0: disagree with that, but I get wow. I get I get where you're coming from, but I disagree with it.
1: Y'all, there are times when he literally doesn't roll out the bed till like after 10 close to like his he'll have like an 11 a.m. standing meeting. Sometimes he doesn't roll out the bed till right before that meeting. I'm a early riser, so I'm already up three-plus hours before he even rolls out the bed half the time. So I just – I don't agree. You have enough I, time. You th- don't – you're not organized. Can I you think, agree with that? Can you agree that you're not organized?
0: I would agree with yes the Yes or no? Yes, yes. I do agree with the fact that I'm not organized, but I think also – like like with Monday, right? Like which is the tool we use to manage all of like our podcasts, our content, our newsletter, all the things. I think I have the infrastructure to be organized, but I haven't had the bandwidth or time to go in and literally say, "Let me plan out my next 12 episodes." Um, and I think that like back to like the energy thing to me it's kind of pointless to say I wake up at like 7 a.m. every day if you wake up at 7 and you feel like not doing anything and that's kind of like how I would feel and so to me it's sort of like if today you're sleeping until 10 and that's the thing that's going to make your day more productive or you feel like you need the extra rest then do that like that doesn't need back to like the feeling thing that doesn't need to just be like a religious thing you do every single day because you feel like that's going to make you more productive when in my case I don't think it would and so back to like the thing of me saying, feeling like I think everybody's approach is different.
1: Let me ask you. You used to go to Orange Theory for people who know what Orange Theory is. It's a fitness place. You used to go there for their 6 a.m., right? Their 6 a.m. class? Five. 5 a.m.? Yeah. Okay. When you were done with that class, you'd come home and do what? Shower?
0: Yeah, shower and start my day.
1: And you start your day. Right. What time would your day end? Like your work? What time would you shut down for the day?
0: Uh, somewhere between like 6 and 9. Because at that time, I was at AKQA.
1: Okay. But that didn't feel more productive?
0: No, not for what I'm doing now. Like the, the type of work is different.
1: Like- no, I'm not asking about the time. I'm just saying in general, starting your day that early And going home, shower, and then immediately starting to work and everything, you didn't feel like it made you a more productive person.
0: I'm saying that's not apples to apples. Like I'm saying even if I was productive, being like doing something at your day job where you're sitting on calls and meetings is completely different than someone saying write a newsletter, like plan your episode, plan, plan your podcast episode. The mental capacity it takes to do that is just different. How so? It's creative work. It's just like, I'm serious. I'm I'm dead serious.
1: I just feel like these are excuses.
0: I I think that like I, and I, by the way, like I also don't like when my episodes are late. Like I would never say I'm going to create like this for the next three years. Like I don't think it's sustainable long term. It's not. But I'm very like realistic with me saying this is realistically where I am right now. Which would be fine if
1: I didn't get dragged into it with you. Let me
0: finish. No, no, no. I didn't finish that, my point. All
1: of that would be all right and fine, 1,000%, if I wasn't also a part of what you're doing. If that was the case, I wouldn't care. Do whatever you want to do. But you're the one who's like, Ashley, no, be on the episode. Everyone loves you. They won't listen if you're not on it. When, when, I'm the sauce, okay? So, <laughs> just kidding.
0: I, 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 I sure, I, I agree. Like, I could be more considerate, yes. Like, I definitely could be more considerate.
1: I feel like that's my main issue is that You're not considerate because if I wasn't involved, I'd be like, whatever, this is your thing. Like, I don't care when you you could put it out two minutes before it's supposed to air. Yeah. But because I'm a part of it, I feel like it's not fair to me that you're not organized. And I feel like there's a way to be artistic and spontaneous, but also like be consistent in how you deliver and. I think you need to figure out what that looks like, sure, or right. I'm resigning again
0: <laughs> you know what i I apologize I said you were right, I could be more considerate. I think it's your turn now.
1: my turn what
0: to say your A- part
1: to accept your apology
0: no to do your you know your thing.
1: I don't know what you mean. what's my thing, okay i know right you don't along. mean to apologize no so. no no.
0: i mean if you feel like there's nothing to apologize for whatever. what would
1: i need to apologize for you misunderstood
0: up, my creative process putting up with you? you attacked me
1: i feel like kim k like i married kanye west or something <laughs> it's the instability for me uh,
0: i i i think i i i agree that like the way i'm doing it now isn't sustainable but i think i'm also like i think i'm I understand that, like, I need, even with this episode, right, so we're batch recording this episode a week early, and I think this goes a long way in giving me time to get organized, because I certainly don't want this to be, like, as unstable as it is now, just in terms of, like, posting times, for instance, that Mm -hmm. sort of stuff. I think I could better serve my audience being more consistent while still being creative. Agreed. Yeah. But and um, I
1: feel like overall we've done a good job. Like we're still yeah. juggling this amongst other things. You're juggling this amongst like a full-time contract and your requirements that you have with your brand deal. So I'm not like so uh un, I'm I don't lack understanding that you do have a lot of other things on your plate too, but I don't know. I just look at you as Superman, and I feel like you have more than what's capable to literally do it all. And if you can't, you need to cut some stuff off your plate and you have no interest in doing that, so you need to figure out how to make it all work.
0: Yeah, agreed, and that's
1: driving me crazy in the process.
0: And I think that kind of leads into sort of like the next thing I wanted to talk to you about, which is like, hey, thanks for listening. We'll be right back. I've been creating content now for a little over a year. During that time, I've learned a lot about the types of videos that perform well. One thing is for certain, you need to make your videos as engaging as possible and I have a very easy and cost-efficient way to make that happen. I'd like to introduce you to my latest sponsor, Storyblocks. Storyblocks is a video production platform that reimagines stock media to support a rapid video creation with a truly unlimited model and easy-to-use tools that help you exceed your business goals by using video. There are really three big reasons why I think you should check out Storyblocks. With the exception of my video editor Shane, none of us listening are professional video editors. Storyblocks provides thousands of professional pre-made motion graphics. Storyblocks has a plugin that allows you to bring the entire storybook library into Premiere Pro and After Effects. Now my lawyer said I couldn't say their name, but I recently worked with and I got charged a million different fees, which is why I love that Storyblocks has predictable subscriptions. Other sites operate using paperclip pricing. Storyblocks is one of the only tools that gives you monthly or annual plans with no hidden fees. I think Storyblocks could help you level up as a creator, which is the reason I decided to partner with them. Make sure you go to storyblocks.com slash creator That's S-T-O- r y b l o c k s dot com slash c r e a t o r h u b you can also find the link in the show notes yo welcome back let's get back into it i do feel like i've been cutting some things off my plate and i think like Recently, I made the decision to limit like the amount I'm posting on TikTok and on Instagram. This has now been like two weeks in the making, um, which essentially means that I'm prioritizing my podcast. I'm prioritizing whenever we do get back to video, posting the video content on YouTube. Um, And to me, like that was like a pretty big step because those are really big platforms for me. That is like the bulk majority of where I engage with like my audience. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I think that like, I wanted to talk about that decision and why that's happening, because I do think like as I think about the kind of life that I want, um, I understand that like this creator journey is a marathon and it could take like a few years Mm -hmm. to accomplish the goal that we're trying to accomplish. And if I have to think about what I'm doing now and whether I could do that for five years, I, I don't think I could. Like I literally feel like right now I don't have time to go to the gym I don't have time to read books. I don't have like time to really spend like quality time alone or with my family. I feel like I'm constantly either like working or creating.
1: Yeah. Um how so you said it's been two weeks since you've posted any like normal okay. How does that
0: feel? Um it feels it feels good. Well, it feels good not having to like stress because I think like I stressed about what I should be posting more than the actual posting. So it mm-hmm. feels good not to have that stress now that I've given myself permission to just like not post. But on the same at the same time, I do constantly worry that like I'm slowing my own progress and feeling like if I every time I post a video, I feel like that is another chance to potentially like get discovered by new people, for new subscribers to find my newsletter. And when I feel like I'm not posting, I feel like I'm losing out on those opportunities.
1: But are you really? Because you are still creating TikTok videos and sponsored posts. Yes. Like, I guess to give context to the content he is or isn't doing for TikTok and Instagram presently, the break he's taking. So right now you're only doing TikTok and Instagram style videos for brands. So you're only doing it when you get paid to do it right now.
0: That is correct. And I'm only unless like, agreed, like unless a brand is paying me to do it, or maybe like I'm on someone else's podcast, and I'm just resharing it. I haven't been creating any content specifically for TikTok or Instagram. I don't want this to be a long term thing, because I actually enjoy posting on those platforms. But I also understand that like, I need to take things off my plate. And I think like, I need to take things off my plate so that I could get good. And I think like when I started on TikTok, like a year in 2021, I was only posting on TikTok. And I literally feel like I knew every single thing about TikTok. I was in like several like TikTok boot camps. I was like in a course. I, like, and they were making like changes to the platform like every three days. I literally felt like I knew every single change that was being made. And I feel like this like stigma that like you can just repurpose your content to all platforms. Mm-hmm. I feel like that does work for like one or two creators, like maybe larger creators. But for the average creator, what it takes to go viral on TikTok is very different than what it'll take to go viral on YouTube Shorts. And I don't even have time to study each of the platforms I post on to understand how should I be creating? right um i I so I, I'm excited for that, and I'm excited just to have a little more like time to do that.
1: Well, speaking of time to do that, because you were talking about being on the boot camps for TikTok, and right now we're in um, the boot camp for Ali Abdal's Abdal, yep. right? Yep. Um, his YouTube course. So I wanted to get your thoughts on that so far.
0: Yeah, it's been, for those of you that may not know, Ali Abdal is a YouTuber. He has like 4.3 million subscribers. He's super successful, but he also just does a good job understanding YouTube, how it works. And I have really enjoyed his course. It's only been two weeks so far, and it's just been fantastic. Like there's over 300 people, in this course, so there's like, you get to meet a lot of people, you get to be in a lot of communities, and I thought like, how much more can you really learn about YouTube, he already puts out a lot of YouTube content, mm-hmm. but so far just being in the course, I will say I've learned a lot of things that I didn't know.
1: Interesting, care to share one thing?
0: Yeah, the first is just that like, they, like one of the, his whole framework is basically like, get going, get good, and get smart, And if you're in the get going stage, you don't need to worry about how good your content actually is. You just need to practice posting content. So in that phase, in the get going phase, you're just practicing putting out videos. You're trying to put out a lot of videos, like one to two videos per week, just so that you can learn this skill. And then once you are confident posting videos, then you can start figuring out like, oh, what what should be my niche? What should be the title? What should be the thumbnails? And I think as creators, we kind of do it vice versa. Mm. We say things like, we're not starting to post on YouTube or create a podcast if we don't have our niche. Yeah. Or if we don't feel like we're good or if we don't feel like we have equipment. And his whole model is that you can figure all of that later. For now, you just need to like get used to the skill of actually creating.
1: Yeah, I feel like everyone I talk to about starting a podcast, that's literally their biggest reason that holds them back is well I don't know what to talk about or I don't know what my niche is or oh I'm I'm nervous to put myself out there it's always something you know that's blocking them from getting started that literally they don't even need to get started so I like that he always emphasizes just start which is something you talk about all the time when it comes to podcasting.
0: Yeah, 1000%. So I'm definitely going to keep everybody updated on how that's going. I think I'm probably going to make a separate podcast episode just to talk about that. Um, But I hope other creators will follow suit just in like prioritizing what is important to you just in terms of like, you know, where does content fit with the rest of your life? I think as creators, it, it can become very easy to be like obsessed with it. And we kind of forget that there are more important things like our health, you know, our jobs, our families. And sometimes to like get ahead as a creator, that may actually not look like posting more. It may look like posting less so that you can put out good content and live a well and balanced life. So I really appreciate you being here. I appreciate you listening to this episode. Um, It would mean the world to me if you could leave us a review on Apple or Spotify uh, just so that I know how this show is impacting you. Um, Also, if you haven't subscribed to our newsletter, you can go to bigcreator.energy. It's also in the show notes. Thank you so much for being here. Until next time, peace. Bye.